As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Sean here to introduce you to a bonus episode of Real Blend in which Kevin and Jake got a chance to sit down with uh, actress Caitlin Deaver, who has a new movie coming out called Ticket to Paradise. Uh, this one stars Julia Roberts and George Clooney, but Caitlin plays the daughter that sort of triggers the plot forward uh, because as she's getting married in a uh, fantastic destination wedding, uh, her parents, played by Roberts and Clooney, uh, are showing up to try to interfere as much as possible because they don't think she should be getting married. Now, uh, Caitlin Deaver has been on people's radars for a while. Obviously, she was a huge standout uh, in Booksmart, but she's had some tremendous roles on television. And it's just a totally charming interview here. The guys got to do it in person. They went out to Los Angeles, did the Ticket to Paradise junket. And as a part of this, uh, Caitlin Deaver was able to be on the show. So without further ado... This is a bonus episode of Real Blend, an interview with Caitlin Deaver on behalf of Universal's Ticket to Paradise. So good doing? to see you. It's good to see you. Uh, I'm going to first of all start us off because when you're working with someone like George Clooney and Julia Roberts, we're, we're all film fans here. Right. And you kind of just want to do a deep dive into their filmography. But obviously you're a colleague like you. You want to be a professional. You want to be an actor and you don't want to fan out. But what was the nerdiest question you allowed yourself to ask whenever you had downtime? Like, did you get in a pretty woman question? Did you ask about from dusk till dawn? Like how far back do you go? I mean, I don't think I did. I absolutely not. Actually. I, I feel like I was too, I was just trying to keep my cool the whole time, you know, like meeting the both of them is such a, it's an intense situation. I mean, they're two people that, I mean, you think of like, the 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 greatest actors of all time they're like the people you think of right so and and also i i always think about this but having just one of them in and or being with just one of them in a movie is is, is a lot but sure. then the both of them at the same time is just kind of um, they're your parents. And they're also, yeah, casually my parents. It would be like if Pacino and De Niro were your parents <laughs> yeah. for a movie. <laughs> right. And I would see that movie, by the yeah. way. I, that would be amazing. But, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, what's so cool about the both of them is that they're so um, giving and, and caring on set. They are so, like, they're really, I mean... Again, you have no idea what that kind of situation is going to be like. These are like, you know, again, it's 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 a it's a really big deal to be working with these two people and they're people I've admired for so long. And obviously, I'm a huge fan of all of their work, but um I think being in this sort of setting and it just felt very casual. Everything felt very relaxed. And there were moments that I 
definitely, you know, it kind of, it kind of, I, f- I feel like it went up and down all the time. Like all of a sudden I was like, yeah, this is a chill vibe. I'm cool. This is great. Julia's here. George is here. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I'm in a movie with George Clooney and Julia Roberts. And then it would go, it would go up and down. But I think in general, they just made me feel so at ease. And I guess, so I didn't ever feel like, um, not that I didn't want to ask them any questions or I felt like I didn't want, to. I just felt like I was learning so much just being in their presence. And, um, you could have, is there any yeah. that you would just What's love as a one, film fan yeah. to ask them about? I'd love to know about Ocean's Eleven because, come on, that yes. is a great film. Yeah. And it's, per- it's an actually perfect film. It, like the script, the editing, the direction. It's weird form- that I love 12. I like when she plays the character playing. Oh, right. Julia 12 Roberts. is great, too. <laughs> right. That's actually pretty great, too. But yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, she, Julia specifically, we got really close. She actually felt really like. She has such a motherly quality. Yeah, it really, you, there's something so comforting about her. And she's immediately just just welcomed me. And my, my sister was out in Australia with me. So she welcomed the both of us in. And mm. um, we had lunch together. And Julia just got, we, we got really close, which is really, um, it's really special, yeah, actually. Mm. Um, but I mean, I Ocean's Eleven is a perfect movie i just recently watched it actually right before i was about to work with them just to make things better for myself <laughs> mentally um <laughs> um and it truly is like it makes it's one of those films that makes you like sit on the edge of your seat and you've seen it you know 20 times and yep. it's just that's that's it's a perfect film it is. and soderbergh i mean the way that movie's edited and shot and scored oh is just absolutely God, incredible perfect the score and the music yeah. and everything insane there's a great scene early in the film where uh julia and george get on a plane and there's a, a an actress who tries to speak with him and he goes and, he's, and he goes into an italian accent to try and kind of say i don't you know i don't want to talk basically i i find that interesting because i think everybody has their own tricks on what they do if someone tries to talk to you on a plane not not just actors or just in general if you're sitting down next to somebody yeah. i'll put my headphones in just to kind of like pretend like i'm I, i'm busy right what do you do if someone like tries to talk to you on a plane <laughs> not even if like, they're asking you as an actor but just in general do you have tricks for that do i have a trick to not I'm usually really bad at it, actually. Yeah. I feel, That's I feel not bad. my that is not my thing, actually. I'm so bad at even though I'm like if I'm tired or something, if I don't wanna I'm really bad at not <laughs> having a full on conversation. It's like my I I have a lot of my dad in me. My dad can just talk and talk and talk and talk to strangers and it's really a nice the thing worst place to try to have a conversation because you have to like right. talk a little bit louder right. than, than you right yeah exactly exactly actually i i get into conversations with people all the time and like i'm like well this is nice you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm like am i tired and did i necessarily want to have a conversation maybe not but like this is nice i'm always kind of glad that i didn't shut it down, right. but I don't have any tricks. No, I'm yeah. I'm the worst at, at that. I feel bad. I feel bad when I do it, but I'm like, sometimes you just want to sleep. Right. You know, like held hostage because it's like you can't go anywhere. Right. You're <laughs> stuck in the tube <laughs> right. for like four hours. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do. Right. Yeah. Uh, there are a handful of questions at Junkets that, that we like to, to make fun of just because they're the most like generic Junket questions of all like oh. what attracted you to the role. And, you know, and one of them that, that we make fun of is like, oh, were, were there any pranks on set? Like, it's just like an old school classic Junket right. question we make fun of. That being said, when you're in a movie with someone like George Clooney, who is infamous for, for pulling pranks, there's actually a great prank that someone else pulls in the blooper reel that we won't ruin. I, yeah, I hate from the bottom of my soul that I'm asking you this question. 
But were there any really fun George Clooney pranks on set? So I have gotten the George Clooney prank question. See, I, I knew it. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I have gotten that question we a lot. We failed you. Yeah. We failed you. No, you have not. And honestly, I feel like I failed you because my answer isn't as George. <laughs> he would do little things here and there on set. And it was kind of sprinkled around. But I think he's doing and maybe like he has children, small children. They're like little kids. And so I think the the level of pranks he was doing maybe were like at that level. Like one time, like he like stole one of the uh, hair and makeup departments like spray bottles and like he was going around and like sneezing really loudly and then spraying the spray bottle <laughs> on the person and say right it's kind of a dad thing yeah. so that's but that's really all the pranks I got on, on from from George but then Lucas Bravo the incredible Lucas Bravo in this movie um he he actually decided to prank George. Which is in the bloopers, right? Is that that scene you're talking about in the bloopers? Okay, I was, you mentioned the bloopers? I haven't actually seen the bloopers because... Uh, I'll just say it's Batman I, related. Oh, maybe? Oh, did... Wait. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's even better then. Well, then we won't... I think I... Or well, maybe I think about? I do... I think I do know what you're talking about. Wait. So... <laughs> this is... I haven't... This no, actually I actually haven't seen the bloopers just because when I, like first got the link to see the movie sure. it didn't have that yet and it was like a nice surprise that everybody was talking about but then i at the premiere i had to leave we all left a little bit early during the credits and so i didn't actually get to see because we had like a q a afterwards or something um but so i haven't actually seen the bloopers but um i imagine they're great because we just had the best time on this movie but no lucas i think i know what you're talking about the batman thing but no he what what a prank that I witnessed was Lucas decided we were shooting in this like um uh island like we were in this hotel on the island we were shooting on and we were shooting we had like kind of like a holding area kind of hair and makeup set up in uh the business center of this hotel. So there's all these computers sitting there and Lucas decided to hack all of the computers and put every single one of George Clooney's uh, Sexiest Man Alive covers yeah. on the computer so that when George would walk in, he would see all of these computers sitting there with his with his face. And that was pretty good. That was pretty good. We immediately ratted him out. Immediately. <laughs> That's actually a great prank. I, I would love to see video of that. And George also does, he's known for like the long game. So he could be in the middle of a prank with you right now and right. you not even know it. Yeah. I, that is true. That is true. You know, you never know when it's coming. I absolutely loved you in Booksmart. Oh, uh, it was thanks. the performance that I was like, I was like, she's incredible in this. I can't wait to see what you do next. And that performance was amazing. I was just wondering like what you learned on that film, like what Olivia taught you in terms of like as a director that you were able to kind of continue using. Like, is there anything specific in this film that you go, oh, I learned that on Booksmart. So it helped me here. Yeah. I, Booksmart is such a, I'm so happy with the, the response it just continues to get that film because it is such a special it holds such a special special place in my heart and um it was such a really like it felt like we were like full-on summer camp it really felt like we were all coming together making something that just was so much fun and i think there were so many things i learned from olivia but i mean i think the main takeaway from that movie is that when you're having a good time on a, on a movie and you really make sure, and it starts from, you know, really Olivia, when you're having a good time and you're, and you're really making sure that everyone is 
feeling good and 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 feeling comfortable that really shows through on screen and so i think in every single frame of that movie there's something so so exciting because we were also excited to be there and so happy to be there. And like, yeah, we were shooting like half more than half of that movie was done at like three o'clock in the morning. We were all night shoots on that yeah. film. We were still having the best time. Um, and so I think that the energy on set really does make a difference. And so I've really thought about that on, you know, the projects I've done after, but I think also just like in general with all of us, really, she really allowed us to have, a voice and to encourage us to to use our voice and to use what um mm. we we came to the to the project with and um feel comfortable and open and and expressing the way we feel and um she was always open to trying things which is really um important for that kind of like collaborate actor director collaboration and and the rest of the crew too so um i mean it was a really special time for all of us on that it movie. was a great movie yeah as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Have you seen Don't Worry Darling yet? Yes. What did you think? It's amazing. I thought it was incredible so too. Thank you. I actually really yeah, like Don't Worry Darling. Oh my God, I am so... Amazing. Florence is... I mean, everybody in that film, I just ran into Gemma um, at... And I was actually, I ran into her in Paris and I was just like gushing about her performance. It's the coolest sentence in the world, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I realized as I was saying it, I was like, I ran into her in Paris, but well, I was in Paris and I did run into George her. And Julia Roberts. <laughs> um, no, I'm so proud of them. Like, we... Oh, of course. I, yeah, I mean, we kind of keep going to the theater. Same. It's my favorite yes. thing to do. Thank does you. Anyone, like, when you go to the, a theater, like, like a normal person, like, does anyone like go, Wait, this I I know. Like, did, did, are you able to just straight up walk into a movie theater? I, yeah, I totally can. I also, I mean, I I think the only time that maybe I couldn't was I was seeing Booksmart in theaters so much <laughs> when it came out in theaters because I was just so excited that it was in the movie theater. Yeah. Wait, were you like and Sharon Tate in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when she walked up to the theater and bought a ticket to her own movie? Yeah. Like, did they did the cashier no. go, "You're in this"? No. <laughs> Like here, You're here on you the go. Poster. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But yeah, no, I, 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 uh, 
Yeah, I went so many times in the theater. To what see was that. that like to like to see like like to actually see an audience react to something you did? I mean, I know that's like something that you could. I mean, anything you do, you'll eventually be able to see that. But like, right. was there a certain scene in Booksmart that like you were excited for audiences to watch and just kind of hear how they reacted to and it? Did anyone recognize you while you were there? Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of times. I, I think I yeah, a couple of times. But it was it was so it was so cool to to just be there. But yeah, I mean, there's so many moments in Booksmart that, you know, at in the moment you're like, is this, you know, I grew up on a sitcom and like, it makes me kind of think about the sort of immediate reaction we got when, when we'd do a live taping and when we did a live taping and we'd test out these jokes and like, no one would laugh at it. We got to change it really quickly. And then it would, we'd get a funnier joke in the show. Um, and with that, you know, with a movie, you kind of just, you're putting something with everything really, except for that kind of like life taping aspect. Um, you really don't know how people are going to react, how, you know, if people are going to understand what you're trying to make. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to sit and specifically watching Booksmart. It's people connected with it immediately. You could tell people felt really seen by it. People were understanding the jokes, like, and, and there were some things that, like, surprised you. There were some things, there were certain scenes that, but there's, uh, like, laughter consistently through the, I remember when I first saw it at, at South by Southwest, when we premiered the movie for the first time, it was the most, like, electric crowd I've ever been in, and it was the best thing in the world. Um, so... Yeah. And then also there's also you can actually feel when there's like emotional connection too. that you can feel like, you know, people tearing up and sniffle. There's sniffles in the crowd. And it's that's such a that you can't get that at, you know, you can't get that at home and watching it on TV. So, yeah, it's nice. You know, we were talking about the blooper reel, which I know you have not seen yet, but whenever it did (laughs) pop up. My first thought was, and it's one of the things they're talking about a lot with this movie, is that it's, there's just a lot of aspects of this movie that it's such a cliche, but like they don't make anymore. And I was thinking about the blooper reel, and it reminded me of like when Rush Hour came out in the 90s, and like when Liar, like all the Jim Carrey, great Jim Carrey. Like, yeah. what is it about? Like, don't you sort of wish those would come back in a way? Like the, the 90s blooper reels, like all those movies that we all grew up watching. Isn't there a part of you that's just like, why don't they make? Because all the movies we're talking about were massive hits. I know. Well, I think that there has been a certain craving for it and i mean i certainly have wanted to see a movie like this in theaters and um i grew up on all of those um, all of those like rom-com classics and especially you know the ones with the bloopers at the end it's like such a we don't do you don't see that really anymore and i think it's such a great way to like i don't know bring it back around and just to remind everybody that like yeah we had a great time making this movie and this is a movie but um you know, there's something, I don't know, there's something really special about it. And I, I remember them talking about wanting to do a blooper reel, and George really wanted it. George, well, I think, so was that, I think... Set. Like, you guys kind of knew this was a thing that was going to I think, you know, there were so many bloopers and mess-ups and giggles and laughs yeah. that George, at a, at a certain point, we really started, I think it was, yeah, I think it was George that was, he was really advocating for the bloopers because then there's the pressure of like okay i need to be good i I gotta make the blooper reel because you don't want to be the one person that's not in the blooper reel whenever it's done am i in it you're in it oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 you're in it there's a really phenomenal monologue that george gives early in the film like at the bar i think he's with billy lord in that scene and he's he's talking about this idea of like when my kids are up that's when i'm the most scared because like you know you're waiting whether or not they're going to fall you don't want them to fall down i just wonder like playing somebody who's the daughter of these parents does it give you at all an appreciation 
expectation for your own parents in a way like when you like did it give you and you're playing a role it's it's acting but does it give you a deeper appreciation into your parents as well when you kind of act it out in a film like this yeah i think so i think i think with everything that i i do i always kind of it's really cool i learn a lot about acting and a lot about how i want to be as an actor but i think i also really learn a lot about um myself as a person through this work and i love that part of it it's one of my favorite parts um i think what i learned on this one was just that like yes they're trying to stop her from doing this thing this mistake that they made at the same age and i think that while, you know, I'm sort of like my character is sort of rejecting it and sort of sees it as this like really bad thing. And how could they lie to me this way? And all of that is, yes, very valid. And there's a lot to like, there's a lot of like conflict and a lot to work out there. But I think it's all kind of underneath all of that. There's, there's love there. Mm-hmm. And it's all out of like, you know, I only, I only care about it because I, I care about them and mm-hmm. I care about, I've always cared about what they what they think and and I've always wanted to make them proud and make them happy mm. and I think the same way for them I think they've they just want the best for me because they they love Lily so um I think about that with my parents I think it just it really makes you think about mm. you know your relationships with your family in general just like maybe being more gentle with each other I don't know I think it it there's there's I think I quickly understood and and all's writing is the director. He's just incredible. He has that, he has a way of, of, of writing that you can still see and recognize the love there. And I think that that's very clear in in their relationship for sure. Uh, We're going to cut you loose on this. There's a great moment in the movie where uh, Georgia calls Dave or David calls Georgia and him (laughs) pops up on her. That's how she has him saved in the movie is him (laughs) on her phone, which I thought was genius. Uh, do you have George and Julia in your phone and what are they saved as if, if they're in there? Julia is just saved as Julia. <laughs> Julia Roberts Wait, is number in Julia your Roberts when she calls? Yes. <laughs> do you have a picture assigned? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Julia Roberts and your phone is, is you know. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't. It immediately didn't feel like that crazy, though. You know, it did, had, like going into it, and I does she offer you her. the number? How does that happen? Like, 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 does it come like, like, does it happen naturally? And how do um, we get it to happen for us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I remember I met her, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so, she's so, she's such an angelic sort of person. She's so, she's such a bright light, and and I met George at the same time, and he's just like just so great and the two of them together are just like their friendship too is is awesome being in that it's like surrounded by their energy and their banter and <laughs> and george loves making her laugh he loves making everybody laugh but it, he especially likes making julia laugh and you can tell that's the best and after i had met julia i remember all um texted me and said julia would like like um your number because she would like to hang out with you and i was like that's <laughs> amazing yeah and she had me and my sister over for lunch and um we continued to text and hang out and i mean 
and she still like sends me sweet, sweet messages every now and then. And it's really nice. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, we are unfortunately out of time. Um, you're, you're stuck Great. with us a little bit later on this afternoon, but seriously, thank you for, for, I'd love for, to see you again. You, got, you were, you were so fantastic and Aww. we really love you. And, and hopefully this is the first of many times you'll come on the podcast. Oh my God. Thank you yeah. for having me. Of this course. has been Thank you so much to Caitlin Deaver for coming on the show and to our good friends at Universal for setting that up. And make sure you guys go out and check out Ticket to Paradise uh, to see just how charming Julia Roberts and George Clooney are able to be in person. And of course, we always love getting actors on the show, talking more about their process uh, and getting into the types of films that they're choosing and the roles that they're going after. So hopefully we'll get a few more uh, really exciting opportunities to speak to some cast members for some of the big projects that are heading out from here till the end of the year. Uh, we'll be back on Friday, of course, with a full episode of Real Blend uh, and then a bonus episode for our premium subscribers on Monday. If you want more details about how to sign up for premium, check the description of where you are watching this right now. And if you're on the YouTube channel, uh, hit subscribe, turn on your notifications, and we'll meet you back here next time we have a new video to drop. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.